What's up, everybody, and welcome back to These Amazing Places podcast. Uh, This is show number 111 for the week of June 7th, 2010. Welcome back to another show. This is Adam. Here's Doug. Hey, everybody. Okay, I'm just going to run down the stuff that we're going to be doing on this show. We're going to do what I'm calling, I guess, housekeeping. That's going to include some new stuff that we've added to the website, uh, some travel deals, and some more stuff that kind of keeps coming out of that. And uh, maybe some other information we come up with along the way. And uh, then we're going to be doing horror feature, uh, attraction feature, travel deal, whatever you want to call it, fret feature thing for this, uh, this week's show, uh, the Washington Monument. And uh, we got a little kind of a, a lot of general items that a lot of people know and a lot of uh, interesting little things to describe. And so sit back and uh, have a listen. Have you seen our latest pictures at Flickr? Well, you can. Just go to our website, click on the Photos tab, and it'll take you from there. Or you can go to flickr.com slash photos slash theseamazingplaces. Hey, why don't you drop us a line at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. All right, cool deal. So let's start off with a little bit. Of, it's like a travel segment kind of a thing. Um One thing, okay, this has been out for a little while. As you know, it's coming up on this huge uh, Wizarding World of Harry Potter over at Universal Studios Florida uh, in Orlando. And I got to tell you, I was looking at some deals this week, and I was thinking, man, this is some great stuff. So right here, uh, and what's great about this is you can book it with us. But right now, Universal Studios in Orlando is holding, if you book four nights with them, it's a four-night package deal. It, the price starts at about 285 per adult, and if you have a family of four, which usually is two adults, two kids under a certain age, it's only $829, and that's for four nights. That includes park tickets. That also includes a free breakfast at the uh, Broomsticks, whatever it is. I, I should have looked up that information beforehand. It is, yeah. yeah. Uh, three Broomsticks a, restaurant. It, I forget what the rooms. specific name of the restaurant is. But yeah. anyway, that's over in Universal Orlando. And I and now that runs June 18th, which is when Wizarding World opens up, through December 31st of this year. Which, to me, that's just an amazing deal. Because that's really cheap. That includes park tickets. That includes, like, night in a hotel. That's a so really, that's what I was that's really good you. deal. It does include the yeah. hotel, right? Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, so that's your room. Mm-hmm. Basically your room. And room. your park tickets. Uh-huh. So yeah, the only and thing then is breakfast. So you're thrown well, in for dinner and breakfast lunch. for one. Mm-hmm. So basically, your meals and your transportation there, and you're you're on a vacation to Orlando. Yeah, and that's probably for, let's see for a family of four, absolute minimum. That's probably four five hundred dollars cheaper than what you could probably do one at Disney. Oh, probably. I yeah, we didn't even it. do that to compare. Yeah. So if you are interested in any of that, it's a, it's a really a great deal. Feel free to call us. Uh, you can call it and book it. Uh, it's 1-800-522-3073. Talk to Pam, our travel professional, and she'll get you hooked up. Or you can go to our contact page and uh, do that. So speaking of that, we have also introduced a new vacation planning page. Not necessarily planning, but more so, more so on booking. This information is on our website now, so you don't have to remember me talking to you wherever you're at right now. But we uh, have 
now we're going to have these travel deals and different things on our website. And it also has all the information that has everything to do with how you want to book it. So if you go to our website, theseamazingplaces.com, you can see a book it tab. Click on that and it will give you a page of all kinds of stuff there that gives you information to booking it. So that's something just to keep in mind as you're thinking about vacations in the future, definitely in the next year. And of course, it is it is one of I've seen most one of the most hyped things right now. It seems the around in the attraction news. There's already YouTube videos of attractions getting piped up there of uh, the Harry Potter world, and a lot of people like Harry Potter, and it's definitely something that I think is well. The well, videos and the information that's coming out looks like. Uh, uh, the hype pretty much stands by it. It looks like it's going to be a pretty cool place yeah. to be. And so I think that I've said it before, and I really believe that that area of the park is going to be slammed. Oh, yeah. And so I don't know so much because a lot of people have been to Universal. You've been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been there a long time ago. I wasn't all that nuts with uh, uh, the average, what is it, the regular side of the park outside of Islands of, of Adventure. Oh, I don't know. Universal I mean, Studios? Yeah, I think yeah it was a- okay. I mean, it was... But, well. but I just think that um, a lot of people are going to come crushing mm-hmm. into this Wizarding World of well, Harry Potter. This, but this deal, it covers both parks. Right, and exactly. So you can get right. both. So you don't have to stand in Harry Potter for nine hours and yeah. ruin your vacation. Go check out the other stuff, too. Well, that's what's the cool deal about this little deal. It's uh, all supporting the Harry Potter stuff. But go check out Harry Potter in the morning. Go to the rest of the parks in the afternoon. And uh, it'll be fun. So anyway, that's just something to keep in mind. We are so glad we were able to do that. And of course, it definitely helps us out. So book a vacation if you want any more information on it. We do provide free quotes on vacations. So you can contact us on the contact page or just call our, our 1-800-522-3073. Talk to Pam. She'll get you hooked up. Okay, so we'll move on to the next segment. Have you called us lately? If not, you can call us at 641-715-3900, extension 53056, and tell us about the show. All right, so let's travel to Washington, D.C. and hang out at the Washington Monument. Um, Some things we wanted to talk about first before we give you a little history on the Washington Monument, some information about that. Um, We talked about this before when we covered our intro to Washington, D.C., but one of the things we've talked about is when's the best time to visit i think both doug and i agree probably not in the winter is not good. in the winter and no <laughs> it's, it's cold. pretty cold there when you're yeah, there yeah. um the other time to think about uh planning around is maybe around those busy times that a lot of people are there and i'm thinking you said may may is, may is when you were there that that's when all the school probably field trips april flowing in. yeah i realize that while this is not a small confined area you can get around when there's a lot of people so it's okay but at the same time, if you're thinking oh, about planning I around crowds. Be there. Trying to enjoy <laughs> yeah. like a standard trip. It was just me and my family and 4,000 school kids came crowding in around me going into whatever, the monument. Yeah. I don't think that I would know. Okay. So, so there's Doug's September, October, it. I heard it's a really yeah. slow time mm-hmm. there. So it's a good time. And we mentioned that before. So just yeah. some things to keep in mind. Um, pertaining specifically to the Washington Monument, let's talk about... What about people in wheelchairs? How did Connor do with That's everything? Perfect. Perfect? Yeah, everything. It basically rolled right up. Uh, they have wheelchair ramping to get into the bottom of the monument. Okay. And then from there, you're into an elevator. 
uh, I don't know, it's like a 40 second ride, I think, or something like that, and you're out at the top. Okay. Um, and then with a lot of people, you would head back down the steps to go to, uh, it takes you down one floor from the top to go to the gift shop. Mm -hmm. But since Connor's in the elevator, you if you want to go to the gift shop, then you just hop back in the elevator, they take you down the one floor. It's very easy. Okay. Yeah, there's nothing cool. complicated. I was going to ask it. that because I knew that you could, you had to go down to get to the gift shop. Yep, and then they that's make it very easy. Initially, the elevator. And that was down, something so. I did not know hmm. uh, before going in there. My wife didn't know it because she'd never gone in with somebody in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we found out while we were there. And so, yeah, I was thinking about that too. How do I kind of make sure I share that with everybody who might be in a chair or might have some other type of walking disability or, or anything, really? Mm hmm. So, anyway, yeah, uh, yeah, there are steps and stuff that you can take, but but you're not forced to. That was my biggest fear, mm -hmm. is that we, you know, you get him up there, and then there's only certain things he can do, and so, but that didn't happen. Cool. They actually did a real nice job. Good. So that's something in mind for older folks, maybe, perhaps that might be taking something like that that can't climb stairs very well or want to be able to uh, do that. Okay. So do you do you know how how tall this the monument is was it like around 500, 500 feet? feet okay so it's around 500 feet so it is quite a bit up there obviously when you're in the elevator you don't get to see the outside because it's a closed thing so if you're afraid of heights it's probably an okay thing if you're, oh yeah if you're good Even with the when elevator you're on the top of it i don't know i didn't well, feel uh i didn't I'm, feel like yeah, I was high even. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, you can tell you are, but the windows are kind of small. Yeah. So it's I, not like you're up there in a big glass tower, mm -hmm. which kind of can freak some people out. Like when you were in New York. Yes, exactly. In the, uh, well, the what you call it? Yeah, uh, Rockefeller Center. Yeah. The problem was there. Yeah, it's just like these big glass panels. Go to Flickr if anybody hasn't seen uh -huh. it and watch my videos of me at Rockefeller, yeah, Rockefeller Tower, Rockefeller Center, uh -huh. because it was raining like mad, and it kind of freaked me out at first with the camera in front mm -hmm. of me looking through the viewfinder on the camera of trying to walk across toward these huge glass panels and I don't know for some yeah. reason I felt like I would just slide <laughs> slide right off the roof. well anyway so, so this is not even close to that so no. this is good for that kind of thing now uh, if you're in a an extreme extreme case I'm guessing you probably will be afraid if you look out the window but yes it is a small window um, there are four of them right for the east yep. side and of course we have some pictures that are really turned out pretty good yeah from the top there it was a nice day when you took the pictures so it's got different angles from the different sides uh it's the what the white house side there's the capitol buildings or not the white house yeah the white house is it yeah the capitol building the, the capitol white house building, the pentagon. museum and natural history and all that mm -hmm. stuff pentagon lincoln memorial Jefferson memorial lincoln Jefferson, memorial. yeah, yeah. And I, I know that's, that's more than four sides, but yeah, that's the stuff that you well, will be able to see. Well, it's because when you see side. out, yeah. It's and I think probably the most awesome shot that I took out of those. I think the White House was kind of neat, but the Jefferson Memorial, even from up way up above, I mm -hmm. thought it was one of the most awesome yeah. places of, of everywhere. I know you're going to cover this, but I want to ask it just so it's up front here. Does it cost to go in, and do you need tickets to get in, or what's the deal with okay, that? Okay, it is free. And uh, but my wife did tell me that if you do want to go into the monument, get over there early in the morning and get your tickets. They're free. You just you have to reserve for them. Okay. And so then when you show up, they have you on the reservation list as far as what time you'll be there, and you get grab your tickets and you're on your way up. Okay. So you do have to do that. All right. And many places, as we go along and we cover each place, you know that we're going to cover within DC. 
Uh, many places are like that. Uh, the Capitol building is someplace that's a lot more restricted. Mm -hmm. So we'll go into that then when we get to that point. Okay. And one other, other thing that I'm bringing up before we bring up the uh, history of the monument, the gift shop, uh, from what I've heard, uh, I've talked to several people about this, while you can get gift things in the gift shops, ten, the tendency is the prices are higher. Yeah. Is it true that you can probably go other places around DC, get get the shop, get the, uh, you know, whatever you want to get from gift shops for cheaper? Yep. And, okay. And yeah, it's you, pretty much the same stuff. But, well, in some cases, some of it okay. uh, may not be. Now, they have unique items. They've gotten smart. And uh, okay. yeah, this is a Disney thing too. I think this goes across the board now in marketing. They've gotten smart and they've they realized let's only we'll offer everything, but then we offer some very unique items to this place. Mm -hmm. So if you don't buy them there, you're going to be sorry that you okay. didn't get it. And so that okay. does kind of help to spur on certain sales. Right. And the, the, the sales associates in a lot of the gift shops will tell you that. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you can't buy this anywhere else. So you have to if you want it, you have to buy it here. Okay. So it never hurts to check and ask. Yeah. Well, and most of them are pretty honest from what I could tell. Mm -hmm. I mean, well, many of them would tell you, ah, yeah, you know what, don't, don't do that here if you don't have to. Just go somewhere else. You can well, that's it. that's good. Well, obviously, they're not getting paid a commission, right. so that's right. probably something good to know. All right. So I just wanted to bring that up. Okay. Let's continue. You've got a, several notes here about the history of how it was made, and it's really some kind of intriguing... I thought it was neat, especially yeah. when I read... And I'll read it. Yeah, when don't I'm say it until you yeah, read it. Yeah, but I was just going to say it's intriguing. It's full of history. It's rich in what it was created for. And it's got some really interesting things. So go ahead and go with it. Okay, I will there. just start off first by saying that George Washington, before he was dead, they started designing this thing and what it might be. Oh. And it went through different facets. Like it was him on an equestrian, a horse at one point. Mm -hmm. And then that kind of went away. But many of these designs came and went. And they never even came up with a solid design before he died. Mm -hmm. So hence the reason why though it's called a monument instead of a memorial because okay. it was actually You kind of gave it away, on. but the audio says that too. Yeah, okay. So well, I didn't want to... Anyway. That's fine. All right. So let me just uh, head into some of the rest of this. Basically, uh, uh, okay. The, in 1836, there was a competition uh, for designs that was held and a guy named Robert Mills won that even though he had already created a monument to Washington. Uh, in Baltimore, the estimated cost, this was in 1836, the estimated cost for this thing was $1 million. Mm -hmm. um, That's a lot. Let's see here. I know. Uh, and so they put together what they call a society, which was a group of people, and they were the ones who were going to earn the money mm -hmm. uh, to kind of to kind of try to do this, come up with a million. Um, I'm, I'll jump to a couple other things here that I didn't stick in my notes, but I remember. Um, they knew that they couldn't raise a whole million dollars, and so they said, let's just start building, and just the fact that it's being built will make people want to donate well, to that's, it. Well, that's a yeah. typical fundraising yeah. thing nowadays, too. Yeah, so. so the side of it, they figured, will help people yep. who want to give money to it. Anyway, uh, July 4th, 1848, the cornerstone was laid. Uh, states and private organizations were invited to donate stones that could be used for construction. Pope Pius IX donated a stone, and an anti-Catholic organization took over uh, the project at that point because they said, obviously, they were anti-Catholic, they were anti-religion. Mm -hmm. uh, they were also anti-kind of politics, and they didn't want that kind of stuff getting into it. And so uh, at this point, Congress had originally agreed to give a $200,000 donation toward the building of it. And Congress pulled that donation uh, because they said that the, uh, the whole situation had become too political at that moment. Mm. And I think they knew down the road that they would come back around and they'd be able to do that anyway. Uh, let's see, control the project. 
was taken away and it was given over to this other group for a little while and then it was brought back and returned to the society again in 1858. But because at that time of the Civil War, uh, the construction was halted and it stood at 152 feet. Mm -hmm. um, let's see here. Construction resumed in 1879 and this is also because President Grant said he gets tired looking at the stump of it out there. <laughs> really? I mean, now, I, I won't go through the years, but you can hear just the amount of years. We just went from, what was it, uh, 1836 to 1858, and we're just now talking about this thing standing there at 152 feet. Yeah. Uh, and so Until. he, Grant said, finish the thing or tear it down. Yeah. And so... Uh, they resumed construction in 1879. <laughs> Gee, yeah, really. And uh, anyway, so and then Congress put up the $200,000 to finish the project. Uh, at first, it had a flat top that it was going to be built with, but then that was changed to a pyramid. And because you couldn't really build a pyramid or figure out a way to put it up there uh, on the top of it, uh, they had to make the pyramid out of aluminum which was extremely, extremely expensive at the time mm -hmm. because you just it was hard to come by uh, aluminum. Let's see here. Uh, I'll give you some other kind of facts that I didn't know and maybe some people do. Uh, to the glory of God is written in Latin on the top of it, uh, on the top of the outside, mm -hmm. and that was requested by uh, Washington because he said that um, he wanted God to basically see that it was in his honor every morning when the sun rose and every night when the sun went down. So, Very interesting. Yeah, that was something that, that he requested himself. Uh, the monument was actually dedicated uh, February 22nd, 1885. So we've jumped from 1836 to 1885 before this thing was finally done yeah. and dedicated. Now this is the part that blew me away. It was open to the public in October of 1888. Yeah, you think about it and you're like, man, this thing's been around that long. Yeah, so. that's exactly right. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, this is some other information about it. Um, if you could see on the inside, which you can't anymore, there are 879 steps to get to the top. Mm -hmm. You can no longer use the steps, those steps at all. But if you could, when you walk up those steps, uh, written along the walls, following along the uh, stair, stairs all the way up, um, were proverbs. And those were put on there by the builders. Um, let's see here. Uh, just because they, I guess that was their way of showing their faith and what they believed in and some of their ideas and the things maybe that they believed in during the time that it was being built. Um, anyway, you can tell uh, by the color also in the stone uh, from when the construction was halted to mm -hmm. when it was started up again. Of course, it's built out of limestone, and so the limestone came from a different quarry or different quarries at the time when the construction was picked back up again. And so you'll see, definitely, it goes almost to a, from a very white to almost a rust-colored. And even in the photos I've got. Yeah, I was going to say, right in the photos, you can definitely see the difference. And I'm sure that's one of the top things that the tour guides will say to you. Yeah. Because one of the, for elementary kids even, they'll go and they'll look at it and they'll be like, well, why is the difference? That's dumb. <laughs> why is that? Why well, that's there you weird go. Looking. There's the history. Why? Right. So. Okay. And also the monument. And along with the Capitol building and the Lincoln Memorial, we're supposed to be perfectly in line with each other. But when you look at them, and actually you can tell it best if you're standing at the Lincoln Memorial, mm -hmm. that the monument does not line up exact. The reason for that was because when they began to build it at the base, they noticed that it was sinking, mm -hmm. that the ground was too soft. And so they moved the least bit that they could to find solid ground again, which wasn't far, but it's far enough for you to be able to notice. Uh, and then they found a solid surface at that point. 
let's see here also we're gonna have some video that i'll put up it will not be on our youtube it's gonna be stuck up on Flickr. uh it could be several short videos one of them though is going to show just a little piece inside the elevator that you ride not going up but when you're coming back down the elevator has like these glass panels that look like they're just kind of grayish tannish uh, colored well as you're coming down they slow the elevator way down for everybody and all of a sudden those panels become clear oh and you can see on the inside walls of the monument okay and you can see carvings things that were made mm -hmm. actually on the inside of the I was wondering what why you couldn't see him until then you just saw him when he was right. going when you're going down so. and so every state that that gave that donated stone that worked on this project that's, stuff like that I was gonna say on. that's all in the audio audio do you right. want to just play that clip now so we're not double yeah yeah, let's just, just reiterating what, yeah, what they're exactly. saying in the audio. Okay, so, this clip. So go ahead and explain said, it. Yeah, was actually taken. They do. Um, they do uh, a little spiel on your way up, and then they do a spiel on your way down. Uh, the one on your way up is it's okay. I, I don't think you're playing that one though, right, Adam? I was gonna play both. Okay, great. You know what? Let's <laughs> uh, just play. Because we have the, the one on the way yeah. down though. I thought was most interesting because that's mm -hmm. where they they slow the thing down. And so if you jump, if you listen to this and then you go and you look to at the video, you'll be able to see how all of a sudden the glass clears and you can see the stuff. It's kind of cool. And then mm -hmm. the glass goes back to like the smoke color again and you're on your way down even more. So anyway, have okay. a listen. This is cool stuff. Welcome inside the monument. The reason why this is a monument to George instead of a memorial is because Congress authorized something to honor George back when he was still alive in 1783. Now, there were lots of different ideas, so many that George actually ended up dying long before anything got built. And it would take a private group. So Washington National Monument Society come up with a design to get it off the ground. They first started building in 1848. Didn't take them very long before they ran out of money, though. Just six years before everything ground to a halt. Then for a little under 25 years, a 150-foot stump stood here in the middle of Washington, D.C. It wasn't until President Grant said he would do something with this, but get rid of it. Four engineers took up the task in 1878 and finally finished everything up in 1884. When those doors open up, we're going to be as high as we can go in the monument, 500 feet. Enjoy the view. When you're ready to go back down, go down one flight of stairs and meet us in the fourth now, we're actually at the middle point where you can actually see inside the Washington Monument. Which will give me a point to tell you about why you can see inside the Washington Monument. You see, the Washington Monument is not just about the stones. In a sense, it kind of is, because these are actually special stones. 193 of them, to be exact. Remember the stones that are built in the name of, you know, all the 50 states, a couple major cities, you know, the early 19th century, as well as all these various different groups you'll see. Oddfellow groups, mason groups, fire companies. All these groups want to be part of the Washington Monument. They tribute to Washington. That's what in the Washington Monument. You also have these special stones for Washington himself. They're kind of impressed because the man was, well, let's see, the commander of the Continental Army that led into victory over the British to get us our independence, and the only man that he trusted to have the power of the president. The only president to ever be unanimous elected twice. So they put all these stones in here. You have all these different groups that are essentially the movers and shakers that help continually shape the way our country moves. At the same time, they're also reflecting the growth of our country. Like I said, all 50 states are in here. So all 50 states are represented by stones from those states, including Alaska stone. It's put in here a little bit later, much later than the monument's actually completed when it's 1884. 
but there's stones an inch thick panel of pure jade. Arizona stone, which comes in a little bit later, actually has three chunks of petrified wood. Like I said, it's showing the diversity of the country. All that comes back to what the founding fathers started, most of which famous, usually considered George Washington. Now, the project itself, the monument project, goes back with a lot of history, drama, and determination. But y'all don't have time for that. Okay. Uh, anyway, they the tour guides were very good. A lot of times, I I, I felt like um, when you go on a government tour, basically something that's run by a government, National Park Service. Sometimes they're nice, but they're not always the most organized. Mm -hmm. And I felt like these people were coming up to the level of somebody like you'd be in a park, or if you mm. went, not like you know a Disney park or something like that. Right. That they were very organized and ready to go, and they were very clear speaking and. Mm -hmm. Well, often you find people not enthusiastic about the subject that they're talking about. Right. And so uh, that's and good to know. Here, I, mean, I would hope that someone's there because yeah. they're excited about well, it. Well, if somebody I goes mean, way back to when we did the tour of, uh, what was the tower that we went to in Lake Erie? Uh, oh, it was on Putin Bay. Bay. Yeah, if mm -hmm. you go back to our shows there, you'll hear the guy was great there. So, you know, I guess uh -huh. I, I shouldn't paint everybody into that corner because he was actually very it's good. True. And he was also with the National Park Service. It's so. true. And there's another thing, too. You know what? I'll throw in. Some of the parks that you want to go into uh, that are national parks, um, like Yellowstone, stuff like that, they'll charge you to get into those. But if you're disabled in any way, shape, or form, you get you can get a free card. They'll give it to you. You give them your information there at the time. You can take that to any park in the United States, continental United States. Oh. And, well, even, hmm. out, even outside, if you go to, like, the Pearl Harbor exhibit in Hawaii, you're in for free. Your parking's for free. You're in. Wow. And so, and then the people that with, are with you also get to enter for free. Cool. So it's something to remember. Yeah. And it's free. I mean, they'll just give you that card, and you're on your way. I assume it. Well, does it work for state parks? Because state parks are a little bit As long as they're now. run by the National Park Service. Okay, so yeah. like yeah, an Ohio keep... State Park, it wouldn't work yeah, out. Yeah, I, I don't but... think. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. Okay. All right, but... so you wanted to talk about uh, oh, yeah. your your video. Explain what you're right. going to talk about with okay, Flickr. Okay, so you'll see the one video I just talked about, and we just played there um, from inside the elevator. I also took some video, though. I really just, I, you know, everybody does the general video of the outside, and I did some of that where it'll trace up the front of the building to show you how tall it is and stuff like that but when I got up in the, the top of this thing I really thought I want to show how the, as best I can how the stone and stuff is laid together at the top of this as I started looking around there's a lot of cool markings on the stone uh, it was hard to get some of this so because and you'll see in the video the, a lot of it's covered in glass and that's to keep hands probably from getting on it all the time it's like a thick like bulletproof plexi type glass mm -hmm. um, and so in some areas there's there's signage and stuff put onto that glass, but in other areas, it's just bolted up there to protect the stone. Mm -hmm. But you can still kind of see through it, and I just I was fascinated by how the top of the building and how each stone, when you could see it from the opposite side, how they fit it together. Yeah. And so that's why I kind of took that video, and I think there will be one other then that, of course, will show you me standing. I was standing at the base, and I basically just took the camera and followed up mm -hmm. the, the uh, up to the top of the building, just yeah. you know, from the ground. Cool. Well, this is one of those uh, attractions that are kind of out in the middle of the mall area. Um, it, do you know, is there a place to drive up to if you wanted to visit? There are parking this? lots. There are parking lots. Okay. There. Yeah. So uh, if... And if you wanted, I mean, if you're a good walker, you can walk mm -hmm. up the mall, basically, which oh, yeah. will take you from the Capitol building to the monument to I, Lincoln Memorial. 
I was I was gonna say if I'm not mistaken, isn't that about two or two and a half miles? It's a, it would be a to trek. go from the Lincoln all the way up to the capital. Oh, it's, it, yeah. yeah, it's a trek. It's quite a trek. So, uh, but it's, that's I mean, you can spend a day mm-hmm. and hit those right there, and then probably, like we said, go to some of like Jefferson then in the evening, mm-hmm. and maybe even you know stick around if you time it out right. You could see Lincoln at sundown, mm-hmm. Which and then go over to Jefferson in the evening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it would be, yeah, good stuff. Pretty cool. Okay, well, other than that, I don't know if there's anything else to talk I about. I think that have- covers it. That's everything that okay. I wanted to kind of get out there on it. Um, it's not just a tall pencil. And there's so much more stuff that we're going to kind of get into here on Washington. Mm-hmm. When we cover Mount Vernon, he's actually quite a fascinating person. But um, I thought the monument, yeah, there's a lot more to it. And that, since I'd never been there, I, a lot of people maybe have. Uh, hopefully, I've shed some light on some things that you didn't know. Yeah. Um, if nothing else... I've shed some lights uh, on stuff that you did know, maybe to remind you. And so when you go there with your kids or if you go there with a school group and you don't hear the tour guide throw in certain things that you're with, you'll be able to Mm -hmm. pipe up and give some information of your own. Yep. Okay, so this is uh, one part of many that we're going to cover on Washington, D.C. So just be looking forward to more shows in the future. And we're going to close out the show here and be back in a sec. Okay, well, thanks so much for listening this week. Hope you enjoyed it. It's a little bit of a different tour, so to speak, uh, from yeah. going around to Twist. what It's our outside normal. of Disney, but we're trying to keep the format mm-hmm. at least the same. And, and we, Washington Monument is one of those that's like, there's not enough information to really do a full show. We, we squeezed one in anyway because we felt like, I don't know, the history is so rich in that monument, and it just covers so much. So Well, I just I know a lot of people go there, and I'm just... It's once again, you know what? We say it about the Disney parks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate for people to go there and just not be prepared. And so if we can give them some information or something a little bit more to, uh, not like it's textbook. Oh, but, yeah. But just to kind of make you, help you to be able to enjoy the time you're there. Exactly. Uh, to make you get a little more out of it without having to put so much work into trying to get a little more out of it. And mm-hmm. that's kind of what we're aiming to do here. Yeah. We would love to hear from you. Some feedback on the show would be awesome. Whatever you want to do that through our web web page, contact information, iTunes review, or our email podcast at theseamazingplaces.com, or, of course, our voicemail, which, of course, is always open and ready for any kind of comments you want. We don't have to play them on the show, but and tell us if you want us not to. And, again, of course, as always, if you want to book a vacation, you can call our 1-800 number and book it through Pam or just email us through the contact page or email us just generically podcast these amazing places just make sure you include some contact information so we can get back to you on a free quote and everything else you need because it does take quite a bit of going back and forth before we can actually get a good quote down of what you need so other than that that's it we're good thanks for listening this week we made it through the thunderstorm yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's been a little rainy here yeah we thought maybe we were going to lose power three or four times during the show but hey We've hung in there. We made it. All right, everybody. See ya. See ya. I like to travel. I like to drive. I like the music all night. Show me every time. Show me some fun. Show me a podcast right on. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. Copyright 2010. Thanks for listening. Hey, what's up? For... Outtake. <laughs> Hey, what's up, bro? Uh, oh, no, man. Holy cow. That's Tongue good. twister. That's good.
good. Uh, I'm not doing it on purpose, I swear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>